Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hey, sis, hey. That's not a thing. You're saying it wrong. Welcome to OK Sis. My name is Mads. (laughs) My name is Scout. And if you're a first-time listener... Welcome. Oh my god. We need to figure out the verbiage around our I welcome know, I feel like statement. We fuck it up each time. But anyways, welcome. We hope you have a great time. This is a killer episode. Um, no pun intended. Killer bees. Oh yeah. No, is this that episode, was that a good one? I feel like I can't speak after that interview because I know, she we'll just get into it. Miss Carly just Stein, crazy. Forbes thirty under thirty over here yeah crazy. we have to count how many forbes 30 under 30 we women have we've so had. many forbes 30 we've under 30 women so many i'm so proud of our guests yes me too uh, roster me too anyways sis um what are you doing this weekend um nothing i'm cleaning oh. <laughs> cleaning out my closet i really thought you were gonna have like some some sort of no story to tell me no you know what i'm not doing anything i'm cleaning Those are out my kind closet of the best weekends though yeah i have no plans um i am uh, I figured out my birthday plans, though. Whoa! Yeah, because that's, that's coming up in a month and a half. Do tell. No, like almost two months, but whatever. Um, so Adam and I are going to stay at Estancia for the night. Beautiful. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's where the Kardashians stay. Oh, really? So Estancia is a beautiful hotel in La Jolla. So we're just going to go for a night, have a little staycation, go out to the nice restaurant there, chill by the pool. Hopefully so I'll have my Savant Isla bathing suit by then. <laughs> I know. So I mean, we all hope for you. Um, why am I not included in any of the festivities? No. Because oh, okay. I'm not throwing like a party. Yeah, but I'm your sister. I can't be included in anything. Do you want to come to the pool on Sunday? Sure. Okay. I love a good pool. Why don't you come for brunch in the pool? You know I fucks with brunch. And then we can go to dinner at Dad's. I thought you were going to dinner at the motel. No, Sunday. Okay, got it. Saturday we can go to dinner. Adam and I will have a nice romantic evening. Let's hope I'm not on my period because this IUD is really fucking that up for me. Oh, yeah. That's rough. I don't get my period anymore, so Okay, this is my... Okay, so I... I just finished my first period after my month-long period after getting the IUD in for the first time. It was 10 days. Mm. Mm. What is happening to my body? That just gave me, like, a flip of the stomach. It's so terrible. I had to buy more tampons. I haven't s- I haven't seen blood come out of there in oh, a year. so lucky. I think, it, I think two years. Nothing. So what's Nothing. wrong with me? I don't know. I'm... You know what? All vaginas are different and unique and beautiful, and you just need to not judge it. Maybe it hears you talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> it hears you talking shit, so it's giving you 10-day periods. Be grateful you have a vagina. Oh, my God. This is okay. so aggressive. Anyways, I'm going to like – can you ask me what I'm doing? <laughs> oh, do you have, like, glorious plans? What I are you doing plans. this weekend? I have great plans. So, y'all can catch me at the beach – I'm going to the beach because I am a newfound beach babe, as I previously exclaimed on uh, Current Fixation a couple episodes ago. I have found the secret formula to go for beach haters everywhere, which used to be me. I'm former beach hater. All you need is a beach chair, minimal sand contact, and like a huge towel. Huge towel. You put the chair on the towel, sit, no. Nothing touches the sand. Nothing. Do you bring an umbrella? Um, I haven't bought one from Amazon yet. That's my next purchase. So you want to sit in the shade? I don't know. I just like not really into skin cancer. So I don't really want to get burnt. And I also like whenever I put on sunscreen, I still get burnt no matter what. Our dad has not worn sunscreen in 25 years. Yeah. No skin it's cancer that there. thick Arab skin. That I got. That you got and I did not inherit. Anyways, so I'm going to go to the beach. going to be a grand time. Who are you going with? My best friend, Brett, and my boo friend, Benny. And then in the nighttime, I'm going to have the best night of my life. Where are you going? Are you ready for this? No. Two things that make up the best night of my life. Let me let me guess. Are you going to John and Benny's? No. I don't know where you're, you're going. You're not going to know. Hollywood Bowl. Oh, to and see the Gypsy, Gypsy Kings. Kings. I have waited for this since we bought the tickets in like May. And 
I just, I, this is the third summer that I've seen the Gypsy Kings. And it's just, it's a ball. Yeah. It's a true, true ball. Yeah. You invited me, but I was like, there's no fucking way I'm coming up to LA again. Okay, we're going to move right past that. But yeah, I'm going to have a great weekend uh, while you do, do think, nothing, I guess. Do you think dad will take us to Vegas again to see Santana? Yeah, for sure. We have to just like plant the seed, just like just drop yeah, it, in, just, drop yeah. it in, and yeah. then and then he'll come up with the idea and be like, "Oh my god, let's go to Santana!" We're like, yes. yes. All right, moving forward to our oh, dream of a guest. Dream of a guest. So I've um, hand selected some adjectives to describe her. Oh, let's hear them. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Brainy. Yes. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Are you gonna speak? Capable. Very capable, uh, overly capable, overly too capable, mm-hmm. logical, yes, but also passionate, well informed, very well informed, rational yet creative. Yes. Okay, we're talking about Miss Carly Stein. Holy fuck of Beekeepers Naturals. You, I was speechless at the end of the episode. You guys just like be prepared. Be <laughs> so Carly. The puns. Carly has a company called beekeepers naturals she is not only into delivering the most sustainable option for bee products but top quality of bee products right she is also into saving the world through bee preservation and she is a wealth of knowledge everyone get your little notepads or recording devices because you're gonna need to take some notes also pay attention to the point where we ask her what we can do as members of society to support the bee population you guys are gonna really learn about why the bee population is so imperative to our food chain to our healthy food establishment to basically coffees and avocados so just put that into your mind real quick damn you're not gonna do you guys did you guys hear that coffees and avocado you're not gonna have any more coffee or avocado if we don't start giving a shit about these bees yeah and not only that, if you have issues with immunity or immune diseases or you just get sick all the time, she's got incredible natural healing options that, you know, really work to help combat sore throats and colds and all that and good stuff. And modalities to heal and um, reduce brain fog. Yes. Which promote mental clarity mm-hmm. as well as memory, mm-hmm. which everyone knows my memory is shit. I'm just waiting for the bees to cure depression. I know. Well, she did. She did uh, tell you there's a CBD product, which yeah, we but that's get for anxiety. You. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And also, she said there might be some some new um, formula to for people with MS. For people with MS. When, and our mother has MS. I know. It's crazy. We should tell her to look into it. Yeah, we got to get her some of that. What was it? What you call it? B Vixen? No, B Venom. Venom. Right? I think so. Yeah, Beavis. That sounds sounds rad is what it sounds like. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always heard about this movement of save the bees and all that stuff, but I really wasn't educated on the nuances of why saving the bee population. And what it it means to us. And what it means to us and and the environment and stuff like that. And so she was really, really great at breaking it all down, explaining the science behind the products, explaining what goes into creating these products. I mean, it's, it's just a very informative episode. And not that this matters, but she's like drop dead gorgeous yeah she's so pretty so that was intimidating too um everyone follow like all the social handles Mm -hmm. yeah and stay informed stay woke oh we have to say we have a coupon for them yes if if you listen to this and you're like i need b products in my life which is basically where i'm at at this point (laughs) after 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 talking with carly um you can go to Beekeepers Naturals website and use OKSIS coupon at checkout. That's O K A Y S I S and you'll get a little discount. Holla. We and we'll also link discount. all this information um on our Instagram as well. That we will. Mm-hmm. All right. Well enjoy Carly. As founder and CEO of the wellness brand Beekeepers Naturals, Carly's mission is to improve the health of humans and bees alike, which is why she left her job on the trading floor of Goldman Sachs to launch Beekeepers Naturals full-time in 2016. Beekeepers Naturals is an innovative wellness company developing nutraceutical products from healing plant-based ingredients and the powerful hive superfoods like royal jelly, propolis, and bee pollen. Carly and her team use scientific rigor to craft all natural products that deliver powerful and effective solutions to everyday health issues like brain fog, stress support, and immunity. As a beekeeper and a tireless advocate for the preservation of the waning global bee population, Carly is dedicated to using her company as 
as a platform to make a difference and raise awareness for the B cause. Carly was recently recognized as a game-changing entrepreneur on the 2019 Forbes 30 Under 30 list. Without further ado, Carly. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be here. Oh my god, what an intro. What an intro. (laughs) Okay, so we're like dying. I'm fascinated about the bee phenomenon that is occurring right now. So obviously we'll get a perfect person to have. Also, I am decked out in beekeepers naturals right now. I'm wearing a hat. What does it say, Mads? I can't read it. Save the bees. Save the bees. And I just took a brain fuel with royal jelly. B elixir shot. So did I. And we're going to be. We're going to be on fire we're today. We're going to be on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're ready. Um, Fuck also, this coffee I just made. Yeah, that's that was <laughs> gross, too. Anyways, um, I was just watching Shark Tank. Do you watch Shark Tank? I do sometimes. Okay, so you know Damon? Mm-hmm. He is really into the bees. I know. He likes to keep bees. He has, like, a whole beehive in his backyard. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was quite interesting. Beekeeping is a trend. But we're going to get into it because there. I feel like there's like an environmental situation, situation happening, that we, okay. a crisis that we're having. Let's okay, start let's with a hard-hitting question. Have you ever been stung by a bee? Yes, many, many times. Um, I've been stung so many times. I'm not scared of it. It doesn't really bother me. But for anybody, even if you're not allergic, if you get stung enough times in one sitting, you're going to react. And so I had this one situation where it's my own fault. I was wearing like this really pretty kimono thing around the hives and it was too windy to be around the hives but we were I was showing someone how to beekeep and it was like a whole interview thing Um, and the bees got trapped in my kimono dress and I got stung like a hundred times and um, I my face blew up I looked insane I'll show you guys a picture after I honestly looked insane and I had to cancel a date that night and my excuse was I got stung by too many bees Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before. And we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast. Because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. 
I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Dad, what if I think I would still go on the date and just be like, what's up? I looked actually crazy. Did you have to go to the hospital? (laughs) Um, So they wanted to take me to the hospital, but I was like, no, I'm fine. I know what's happening. They're just going to give me a shot of epinephrine. Like, I'm fine. Right. So my compromise was we drove to the hospital and I sat, we sat in the parking lot for like 15 minutes and just to make sure I was okay. Now, I definitely would not recommend doing that. If you get stung and you go in, you have a reaction like that, please go to the hospital. I'm just a crazy person who has been around the bees so much that I'm comfortable with it. And I actually used my products to reduce the inflammation and calm myself down. So I used our oh. Beach Hill CBD honey and propolis for the inflammation. Ooh, and I was actually sweet. fine. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you do for bee stick? So this is my fun fact that I usually use. I have never been stung by a bee. Do you want to know how I was stung by a bee? All right, taking my thunder, but... Sorry. Um, so for some reason, I'm afraid of everything in this world, but I've never been afraid of bees my entire life. Literally, if one sits on me, I'm like, well, that's great. And so one was on my rib cage when I was little, and I'm like, oh, fuck this. And so I, like, squeezed my arm down to make it go away, and obviously it stung me because <laughs> I irritated it. And that's the only time I've been stung by a bee. That's now. a painful spot, the rib cage, to be stung. It was not It was not pleasant. Because you probably rub against it throughout the whole the whole time it wasn't pleasant yeah that's but getting stung by bees is actually really good for you so i don't know if you guys have heard at all of bvt or bee venom therapy Mm -hmm. it's like a very new strain of medicine i'm not an expert in it but a lot of people with lyme disease are literally curing their lyme disease with this it's really exciting Um, i met a doctor who's opening up an ap therapy clinic in romania and they're focused on multiple sclerosis so bee venom has like all of these really incredible components that are that have you know, real healing properties. And it's just really in its infancy, this strain of science. So our mom has MS. Okay. So we need need to get her on this. Yeah. It's definitely worth looking into. It's very early stage. Mm. There's, you know, there's not broad clinical trials, but people are having great results with this and it's definitely worth looking into. So do you mean you just put someone in a room with a lot of bees and hope they sting them? No. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's torture. What's happening in Romania is they're taking, you know, you'll get shots with bee venom. And then there's a bunch of people here in L.A. actually with Lyme disease who they sting themselves on their spine. Um, And it's pretty incredible. Like people have found real healing in this. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Insane. This is new territory. You know, curing us all. Yeah. All right. Let's do current fixations. Oh, shit. Sorry. That was my fault. No, I mean, that was a good segue into the B talk. I got straight into the interview. No, go ahead. Okay, so my, sorry, that's not (laughs) supposed to happen. Um, My current fixation is this book called Wishes Fulfilled by Wayne Dyer. And it is essentially a book about the process of manifestation and how to manifest correctly. And the thing that I really liked about this book is because I was really getting interested in, in manifesting because I, you know, I'd heard over the years, oh, I manifested this, I manifested that. I was like, what does that mean? You sat on your ass and you thought about it and it came true. Like, what about the execution and all that stuff? So I'd always been a little bit skeptical about manifestation. But after I read this book, which is fulfilled, it really just made it much more clear to me that manifesting is just really a way to keep your focus on your goals. And so if you can manifest a certain uh, business idea or something to happen with your relationship or whatever, um, it sits in your kind of subconscious for a while, therefore giving you the confidence to move forward and create change in your life and to make those dreams come true. So, um, I've been manifesting through journaling a lot. Like, I'll, it's just like, it's basically goal setting, but really putting intention behind that goal setting so that you're not just 
um, held, you know, so you're, you're held accountable, you know, it's in writing, it's in your thoughts. And the more you think about it, the more you write it down, the more you manifest it, the more willing you are to really put in that work and the more willing you are to stay on track. I mean, there's a lot of things in the book that I'm weary of, like people curing diseases with manifesting and not actually treating. I mean, I don't know about that so much. Um, I mean, shit, if that works, fuck. But um, well, it might just be mental strength or yeah, some sort because, of placebo. Because mental but strength really helps over physical diseases. No, it definitely yeah. does have yeah. an effect, like yeah. positivity. Yeah. You know, because it's stress, right? Yeah. The, the opposite of that is you're just sitting there stressed and you're making a condition worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I highly recommend this book if you're interested in manifesting. It's it's an easy read. It's, it's packed with a lot of gems. And Wayne Dyer is amazing. He's like an amazing spiritual teacher. So manifesting is no joke. No, it's not. No. So I recommend this book. Okay. Wow. This is a spiritual podcast. Oh, are you getting spiritual? Yeah. So can I make fun of you after for my for my birthday? Scout got me ashwagandha. Ashwagandha, for those of you who don't know, is an adaptogen. And Carly was just mentioning that there are adaptogens in her products. So I'm going to s- just drop a little wisdom. So ashwagandha is supposed to reduce stress. Um, I think that's the main the main purpose of it. It's a definitely a reduction of stress and then also a mental clarity type of balancing adaptogen. So I was using it for the past two weeks. I'm not sure when you're supposed to feel the benefits only because I know adaptogens, your, your body has to adapt to the, to the, what is it? Like a herb, I guess. Um, they like build up in your system. Yeah. But it usually is two and a half, three weeks. Okay, perfect. So I, about a month ago, I was feeling a lot of anxiety and a lot of like tightening around my heart. That's how I know when I'm really anxious or stressed, I get this like physical and visceral reaction. And I've been putting it in my coffee in the morning, which I don't know if that like counterbalances it because it's like supposed to make you mellow. But um, I have been feeling really light and just much more calm and not in a not in a like lazy way, which I get kind of scared with these types of medicines where I feel like I'm not going to be productive or whatever. It's just more so you go about your day with a more mindful and calming presence, which God knows I know I need. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Scout has still not tried it. You would love it. I know. I don't know why. I'm, it's just because sometimes when I introduce something new, I have to be fully committed and into it and I don't know why I just I just haven't started it yet because like I don't know if I want to start it in the morning or the night you know I was thinking maybe if I should order some tea and put it in my tea at night just do it okay yeah sorry okay <laughs> yeah I love adaptogens all yeah. good stuff okay so mine's like a little bit spiritual too um the book the alchemist I yes love this book I've read it at every time I've read this book it's been kind of like a formative moment in my life. Like I remember before I really made the leap with my business. Um, I just kept repeating the line, like when you really want something, the entire universe conspires to help you achieve that. Um, And yeah, and then I worked my ass off and now I'm here. So it's great, but I'm rereading it because I'm going through a really rough time in a relationship and I just, I feel like I need to kind of ground myself and get a sense of like what I want because we can go through motions and really get caught up in something and then lose sight if if it's even the right thing to be caught up in. Um, So now I'm at that questioning place and I find this book, it really helps me to kind of cut through and refine like what do I actually want? I love that. I love that book. I haven't read that book in a while. Yeah. I need to revisit it. Yeah. It's an easy read. It's pretty short. It's very short. short. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Love it. Okay. Let's get into you. Miss Carly. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the most surprising things about you was that you were on the trading floor of Goldman Sachs. So let's start from that facet of your life. And then how did you kind of have a breakthrough moment to transition into beekeepers? Yeah. So I kind of, I didn't really intend to go into finance. I did sciences in college 
And um, during my internships, one of my internships was at the Bill Clinton Foundation. And what one of the many jobs that I did there as an intern, um, I led their prescription drug abuse initiative. So I was doing pharmaceutical research. And then from there, this hedge fund guy who was actually leaving Goldman to start a fund, he was looking for um, a researcher. And he interviewed me because I ran that program and we hit it off. And I got this job offer out of school. So I joined this hedge fund. It was I was there for about 10 months. It was an incredible experience. I really connected with the CEO. He was almost like he was kind of like a dad slash big brother. And he just he has like three little girls. And so he he just thought I was like sharp and sassy and gave me a kind of like acceptance and ability to do sort of whatever I wanted at the firm. It was kind of wild. Um but I, feel I like that's not it's not the usual or like the usual yeah, like no 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 it's not experience. it's not so like I learned everything so that was incredible I had the best mentor he's like he was like a real wild card and like I was like the one who could calm him down sort of thing like we just connected and I would I would be like Kate calm down this is what we're doing um and yeah what so we just had this this, this is it's called it's a private hedge fund it's called Gen Fund no but how how old oh are you? I was out of college so like 22 wow yeah yeah, so I was super young. Now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck was he thinking? I was super young and I was basically given the keys to the castle. Um, so it was pretty amazing because I got to kind of do whatever I wanted there and I was exposed to everything. And I, I, although I studied sciences, I got my sort of footing in the finance world very quickly just being in that environment. Like I just had to kind of figure everything out. Um, and then 10 months into that, I got recruited by Goldman Sachs and I interviewed and they placed me in trading. I'd never traded before, but I was like, sure, I guess. Was your mentor um, mad? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. he was very upset, but I think like, you know, he started his career at Goldman and had a really good career at Goldman before he started this fund. And so although he was like upset and kind of hurt for a period of time, he also understood that where I'm at in my career it makes sense. And although he had kind of a big vision for the fund, you know, he, he'd already done really well. He wasn't looking, you know, they were going to close the fund soon. Um, and he understood. Yeah. He ultimately understood. And like, we're still close. He's still amazing. Um, but yeah, so I joined Goldman as a trader. I, yeah, I had never traded before. So that was a lot of fun and just a very quick, like sink or swim experience. So I had to learn everything. Um, and I did and it was great and it was an incredible experience and Goldman's a great place to work like a lot of what I learned there beyond the financial stuff just the political environment just navigating that kind of high pressure world it really prepared me for running my own business and I really enjoyed what I was doing it's just not what I wanted to do like I didn't study finance for a reason I've never been into finance I've never found money management exciting at all I'm just decent at math and kind of found myself in that world and so I'm doing this job and it's this like great on paper job it was you know great for my ego because I could walk into a room in New York and tell people what my job title was and where I worked and instantly they're like okay you're smart you can stay here and for me with all of the insecurities around intelligence at that time that was great um great for all the wrong reasons but you know temporarily great I am so happy that you mentioned that because that's something I struggle with and I feel as though a lot of young people right out of college struggle with is I have to get this job for the stamp of approval or the just ease of being like oh yeah I work there and then check you are intelligent oh check you you check off this box I I've always worked at startups and I've struggled with that insecure like stupid insecurity of being like fuck someone's gonna ask me what I do and I have to explain it and just that's so I'm really happy that you said that and that you've noticed that it's it was tied to an insecurity of yours rather than something something higher totally yeah. and by the way I have worked harder and learned more at my startup than I did in all my years in finance so not that I was in finance for 100 years but you know in my young career right um but yeah so there was so much to that job there was so much holding me there it was you know I was I was on a really, I was in a really good group. So financially, it was a great situation. There was just a lot of things there that were kind of keeping me, but I never was excited by it. It was just not, it was just not really authentic to me. It was never what I wanted. Um, and it's also like the hours are not what bothered me because honestly, I work more than that now. But we're putting in those kind of hours for something that you don't love. It kind of eats away at you. So I got to this place where I was really isolated. I didn't like my day to day. I 
kind of dreaded going to work. But I also was like, well, what the fuck else do I do? This is like the best job. Everyone thinks this is the best job. A lot of like what other people think bullshit that I was sort of feeding at that time. Um, and I and, and I was just kind of unhappy. And so what I I sat down and made a spreadsheet about happiness because I'm type A. And the I thing love that. <laughs> what was in the spreadsheet? Um, basically, all of the things that have made me the happiest in the previous five years of my life. Oh my god! Did you um, like score them and like? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's an entire. <laughs> that is incredible. I, I don't even. I should try and find the spreadsheet, but it was. Like I love that very about you. Um, but something that came up in a big way was working with the bees, and I had started beekeeping in college, and it was this like like now it's cool and trendy, but in, when I was in college, it was a very weird thing that I started doing. Um, did you get into yeah, that I was in the beginning? Say, what? So I did a semester abroad when I was in college, and I have an autoimmune condition where I can't take antibiotics, and I basically have like a chronically low immune system. So always have strep throat, chronic tonsillitis, always sick, always run down, but nothing to do about it because I'm allergic to basically every form of medicine. And so from a pretty young age, I started to really explore the natural world, and I was really excited by it, but ultimately what happened was I would find these products that like promised the world and were superfoods and Gwyneth Paltrow loved them and I would spend a lot of money on them and they did nothing and so I was really frustrated with the natural health world but also it was literally the only world I could operate in because of all my allergies so it's just a little backstory for how I found the bees but so anyway so I did a semester abroad when I was in college and I got really sick I got really severe tonsillitis while I was in Italy and tonsillitis doesn't sound like a big deal but when you can't cure it it actually becomes a big deal so I was having a really hard time breathing and I was gonna have to come home and I was like fuck this I miss out on everything I'm always sick this sucks um so I was kind of looking for anything that could keep me out there and I went into this pharmacy in Florence and the pharmacist gave me this stuff called propolis I had never heard of propolis before so I was like what is it and she's like oh it's from the bees and I was like oh okay so honey and she's like no not honey it's propolis and I was like okay I don't know what you're talking about but sure, because like many of us, I assumed the bees only made honey. Um, so I yeah. took this stuff. Guilty. <laughs> yeah, Guilty as well. <laughs> but yeah, so I took this stuff and in about five days I made pretty much a full recovery. And that had never happened before. Like what I was used to happening was either nothing or an adverse reaction. And so what I figured out was propolis functioned in my body the way antibiotics do for normal people. Um, and without any of the bad effects. And so I made a full recovery. I was able to continue traveling around. And then Europe's so progressive with natural health. And so I started just finding these things. Like when I was in France, I found all these brain supplements with royal jelly and also um, topical anti-aging supplements with or creams with royal jelly. In Copenhagen, I would get bee pollen on my smoothies. I just started incorporating these things into my routine. And I was feeling better than ever. And then also noticing they're readily available all across Europe. So, I mean, obviously there's like a different population and culture that's, you know, really using these things to heal. Um, yet we just don't have them in North America. So I became infatuated with bee products and I had kind of found my thing. I literally didn't get sick for the rest of my exchange after that. And I used propolis every day and I was not living the healthiest lifestyle at that time as many students do not when they're abroad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's pretty remarkable that I didn't get sick. Like literally I was a person who, if I drank alcohol, I was like sick the next day. Um, it was really, really bad. Um, so these, this stuff changed my immune system. And so I was not thinking about starting a business or beekeeping or anything. I was just like, amazing. I found products I love. Kind of like your ashwagandha thing. Yeah. Um, and then I came home and I got strep throat. I was in my final semester of college. And so I was like, it's fine. I just need propolis. I went to every health food store. Nobody had propolis. I finally found it at a farmer's market at one of those beekeeper booths. And I bought this like $40 artisanal organic propolis. I used it and I instantly had an allergic reaction like hives, not instantly, but I mean that night I had hives all over my body. It was really bad. It caused a psoriasis outbreak. Um, and at the time I was a TA for my chemistry class because I was in college. And so I ran a toxicity panel on the product I bought and I figured out that there was pesticides in it, even though it's organic. Oh and my so God. that's a huge problem with bee products. Like even you buy organic honey, organic's kind of bullshit because it's not like cattle where you can fence them in or blueberries where they stay in one place. Right. Bees fly. So just because the land that they live on is certified organic, they, f they fly for a five-mile radius. So if your next-door neighbors are doing anything dirty, that stuff can get into the product. And not to say that it always does, but it definitely can. And if you have a really sensitive system or you just want to avoid pesticides, not the best option. So I was like, wow. I was kind of screwed. I was like, okay, well, I know what I need, but I can't get it in the quality that I need it. 
And so I was like, well, I guess I have to start beekeeping and run quality control and make this shit for myself. So you were doing this in college? Yeah. How does oh one, like, does one rent a field? Yeah, where, so where are the bees? How did this is, one this is what I did. This is what I did. So I literally Googled local beekeeping association. I sent them an email. Um, I was like, hey, I'm a student at University of Victoria. It's, it, University of Victoria is in Canada, where right. I'm from. Yeah. Um, I'm really interested in beekeeping. Is there anyone who can help? I'm like looking to get propolis. I'm looking to work with a small apiary. Apiary is a bee farm um, that's far away from agricultural lands. I want to avoid pesticides. I sent this whole thing. They passed my email off to a few different people there. I got to know them and I met this one guy, John, and he, I, I'm very lucky with mentors in my life. I'm realizing this right now, but... <laughs> So John is a retired biochemist from Romania who moved to Canada to like be a recluse and keep bees. And all of a sudden this annoying cheerleader shows up at his door and is like, hey, can I keep bees with you? Um, so I became his apprentice. That's story. Wow. Yeah. And when I and originally I did this just because I was like, I need this product. Yeah. But when I started beekeeping, I was like, this is the fucking coolest. Um, and I became obsessed with the bees. And so I mentioned how finance was never my passion. What has always been my passion animals creatures insects the environment and health always so since i was like a little little kid yeah so these ingredients in america they weren't being used for like skincare or any other Not it was just like this is this is the ingredient yeah. figure out whatever you want to do with it like how you just kind of ingested the propolis and it yeah they yeah. they weren't really being used so honeybees okay. aren't native to north america First of all, oh. so we're not as practiced with honeybees as other cultures are. Okay. Um, mostly honeybees are used for either commercial pollination or honey mm. or both. Mm-hmm. Um, often both. Mm. So, you know, things like royal jelly, propolis pollen, people don't necessarily harvest them or really know what to do with them. They just kind of leave it, which is fine. It's like, you know, it's a natural environment. Um But there's a lot of scientific research behind these products. And in other cultures, one anecdotally across cultures from like traditional Chinese medicine to, you know, you name it, people have used these products. Like propolis, for example, the first recorded human use dates back to 300 BC. In the 17th century, it was listed in the London Pharmacopedia as an official drug. Like we have a long medical. It's kind of like the OG antibiotic. So there's all. And then, you know, today there's there's a decent amount of scientific research from like credible academic institutions um on these different things propolis pretty much focused on immune health royal jelly there's a lot of studies that have focused on its effects on the brain um pollen there's some studies around its effects on endurance and we just know that it's got broad spectrum multivitamins it's good for energy so there's there's research for these things but nobody's really doing it and nobody really knows how to use it so why do you think north america has never tapped into all of these benefits i mean it's the same way matcha has been used for thousands of years sure. but it just and became cool like, yeah but there's yeah. also the whole politics of the pharmaceutical industries definitely where right okay. we're much more profit oriented than mm-hmm. sometimes necessarily what's best for the you know those member of society absolutely we're you know we're not incentivized to conduct studies in the natural world mm. which is unfortunate because a lot could probably be healed with you know certain natural ingredients mm-hmm. and not to say that i don't believe in western medicine not at all um, there's a place for everything and it there's, just hasn't worked for you. Yeah. It just doesn't work for me, right. but I do really feel that, like I said, like there's a lot of forms of intervention that probably would serve us really well and probably have a lot less side effects, but no one's really incentivized to do that research because there's a lot more money to be made with big pharma. Absolutely. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. So talk to us about starting the company. Like what was the leap and what was your first product? What did you know where did you, you wanted where to Where did create? you even start? Yeah. So it all happened really organically. So anyway, so I'm beekeeping in college, making this stuff in college, not even a little bit thinking about starting a company. I'm literally just doing this and like obsessed with it and having so much fun. Um, I'm making all these products and like playing scientists. And it was the best to do this as a student because I had access to the lab. I had access to the university database. You know, it just everything kind of flowed. Um, And I started giving products out to friends and people on campus wanted to buy it from me. And that was kind of like my first little moment where I was like, okay, 
this is working for people beyond myself. There might be a market here, but I didn't know how to start a business. I didn't have the confidence to do it. And also it sounds crazy to your friends and family. Like had had I graduated and I was like, hey guys, I have negative money and I'm going to now start a B product company. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, so you're going to sell honey? And I'm like, nope, not honey. Other bee products. That no one knows about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't... I would have told you to go for it, girl. <laughs> well, I would have loved that. Also needed to hear that again when I was leaving Goldman. But um, I had this great job offer out of school. So I took that, went into finance. Now I'm back. Fast forward. I'm at Goldman Sachs with that happiness spreadsheet um, and bee products and making, working with the bees, making bee products was really my happy place. And at that time I was living between New York and Toronto. So definitely couldn't be keeping bees and not on the hours I was working. But what I could do is order some lab equipment off Amazon, um, order or buy some raw product from my mentor in British Columbia and make these products in my studio apartment in New York. And I wasn't then as well, like I wasn't even letting myself think about a company. I was just like, this is my hobby. The way some people like, you know, you have a friend whose hobby is baking and like they bake baked goods and bring it for (laughs) Christmas or whatever. Um, My thing will be bee products and it's kind of weird, but it's fine. So I'm making these products. I'm, you know, ordering it from John in British Columbia and then, you know, using my lab equipment to make it mostly making propolis at that time because that's, you know, the one that I was really comfortable making and the one that I needed for my health. Um, And I start making more and more. And then I had this girlfriend who worked at this company where they did pop ups in different locations. And she was like, do you want to do a pop-up on Saturday? Like, we, we have a spot open. If you want it, if you don't have to pay, you can just come and, like, sell your products. And I was like, oh, my God, yes. And so I did that. And then all the customers from that had, really, had a really great response. They started emailing me. So I started selling at Farmer's Market. So then I was living this, like, wild double life where I was working 16-plus-hour days at Goldman five days a week. And then on the weekends, going to, like, Farmer's Markets and standing at a booth and being this, like, hippie girl. Oh, my God, I love it. Um, Farmers markets are hard. They actually are hard. And I was doing like different pop-ups and different things, but it was the most amazing experience because also because it wasn't, there was no pressure. I, I still wasn't letting myself think this was my business or my future. It was just something I was passionate about. So I got to have these really authentic conversations with customers. I got to really get a lot of customer feedback, learn what they liked, learn what they didn't like. And, you know, I had no ego involved in it because it was just my hobby. Um, but it just grew from there because, you know, the products work really well and there's a really there's a growing population with autoimmune and so people started people in the autoimmune community started reaching out and telling me these incredible stories about how propolis affected their health and their kids health and they started asking me to send it to their sister-in-law in in chicago and send it to different places so reactively i set up a website um, and i started selling online and then it got to a point where i was like holy shit i cannot make all this product in my apartment Um, and so I just LinkedIn creeped people and would like ask people who are in the consumer products world to have a conversation with me. Um, and a few nice ones did, or I annoyed them into it. And I I had this one conversation with this woman who's pretty senior in the CPG world. People, I feel like they saw, like, this is one thing about the brand name of a place like Goldman. They saw that I worked at Goldman when I LinkedIn messaged them. So they're like, okay, this isn't some random kid. So I was able to get certain people on the phone that I don't know I would have been able to, um, which is stupid and meaningless but just an unfortunate reality of our branded world um but anyways I was on the phone with this woman and she's like yeah what co-packer are you using and I was like um I'll get back to you and then I'm like google what is a co-packer and then I was like oh a co-packer is what I need that's somebody who can make my product for me at scale so I started looking up co-packers and I called every single co-packer that I found and I had to negotiate um minimum orders because I couldn't afford to do the volume that required for them to work with me. And so I eventually found a co-packer and it's, it's like, I was such a gamble for all of the third parties that worked with me in the beginning. And now we're like one of their biggest clients, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, so it was all kind of like that. It was just figuring it out as I went. I, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I loved this and it worked for me. And I was really passionate about this for two reasons. One, because I really believe it can help and change people's health. And two, Sustainable beekeeping is critically important to our world, especially with all of the environmental issues we're facing today. And I wanted to change the way we look at that. Okay. Can yeah, you talk a little to. bit more about the environmental impact that the bees have and, and why and we why, should... Why like why are bees having a moment right now? Like, what's going on? Because like, I keep what? hearing about, like, Morgan Freeman having a bee sanctuary. I'm like, what? 
what's going on. But mm-hmm. also, this this is like a really dumb way to ask this, but why should we care about protecting the bee po- mm-hmm. population and what and effects does that have on our environment? For sure. So, you know, it's really easy to overlook the bees because they're like these tiny little insects, but they actually play a critical role. So bees pollinate one third of our food supply. So if we lose the bees, we're losing things like almonds, avocados, most berries, Oh my god! Avocados. Even things like so coffee. So we're coffee fucked. is part. Yeah, we're fucked. Literally, it's it's a food desert. Ooh, so wow. not only like forget just just the fact that like you can't have your favorite items for breakfast. The inflation on healthy foods it will make it impossible to eat healthy. It will make you know if you can't these things don't grow some not everything but a lot of our crops do not grow without bee pollination. Like that's how they reproduce. The bee axe is the middleman, literally helping the flower to combine the female and male part to reproduce. Um, so a lot of things are are pretty much fully bee pollinated. There's a lot of plants that are partially bee pollinated, but basically things can't grow without the bees. So food desert, inflation on healthy food will be insane. And then, you know, taking our food and humans out of the equation, other animals. So bees pollinate alfalfa, cattle graze on alfalfa. Um, all of the flowering plants that bees pollinate, other creatures rely on that. So our, our entire food chain is sort of screwed if we lose the bees. The bees are really a pillar. So and wow. so what's so has the bee population declined in the last yeah. few years and what can we do to promote the inclination of the bee population? Yeah, so it's been on a pretty steady decline. It's the numbers are kind of confusing because because it's become trendy. We've seen more hobbyist beekeepers come into the market. But generally speaking, bee populations have declined. Um, I why? think it was why? University of Maryland. They did a, they just released a survey and I think it was like 38% of hives died over winter, which is really bad. Um, or climate change? Or what is it? A what? bunch of factors. Okay. So big one is pesticides. Um, and this is also like a hot topic because obviously there's a lot of industry around pesticides that doesn't want the call for it to be pesticides. But Harvard published a study that found that neonicotinoid pesticides are affecting the bee's spatial reasoning, really harmful for the bees. So it's pesticides. Like I'm very against pesticides. Um, that's why with Beekeepers Naturals, we do third-party pesticide testing. We promote sustainable beekeeping, and we're really big on pesticide-free. Um, but, you know, it, I was at the Forbes Agrotech Summit, and it's not so simple. There's a lot of layers to this argument, but pesticides are a big issue for the bees. We use pesticides like crazy, especially in the U.S. Um, we've actually had to move production out of the U.S. in a big way because of that. We work a lot now in South America and Canada, and, and we're going to be working in Europe. Um, but it's just really dirty. There's pesticides and everything and neonicotinoids are water soluble. So they're getting into our soil, getting into our water supply. It's really bad. And we have no idea what the long-term health effects are on us. So, you know, just something kind of scary, but something to think about. So pesticides are a big thing. And then global warming is huge as well, of course, um, urbanization and then just agricultural practices. So, you know, now we have monocultures. It's not like in the olden days when a farm had all kinds of different crops on it. It's a monoculture. So, there's one bloom period and then after that it becomes a food desert for the bees and the bees also don't have a varied diet they're only eating one thing so yeah it's just a bunch of different things and so what can like scout and i the late <laughs> the kids that just like are not educated on this what do we do like is buying more bee products a good the preservation? move like yeah. what do we do what can an average person do that that doesn't necessarily want to jump into beekeeping so buying right. sustainable no i'm not trying to plug my own company here <laughs> no this is an, this is an entire plug away plug. Yeah. girl go yeah, for it buying sustainable bee products is a big thing organic does not mean sustainable um, okay organic just means they're on certified organic land it doesn't mean they're actually tested for pesticides or that the beekeeping practices are sustainable and that's um, what sustainable means is if yeah and so i don't i don't know how many bee products are that committed to a sustainable supply chain other than my own mm. unfortunately at this stage um i can say that we are very committed to a sustainable supply chain and we're literally trying to change the way that people work with bees and every single one of our products is third-party pesticide tested so supporting that has been really cool we've been able to kind of build our own sustainable supply chain um obviously there's many other ways to give back it's not just buy my products mm-hmm. um a big thing is advocacy like if you can you know talk about this issue people don't realize but it actually is really important and then just pesticide use even pesticide use like on our front lawns we don't realize it you know many people have gardeners and they'll come back to me and be like oh I had no idea what they were using um a lot of people are kind of dousing their lawns with pesticides and not only is that terrible for the bees but you know you go out and walk barefoot on your lawn you're literally walking on poison or your pets or you know stuff like that 
Um, and then supporting people like supporting growers who are doing things the right way. So, you know, when possible, going to a farmer's market and supporting like biodynamic local farmers. Um, organic has its own problems, but I do try to buy organic produce whenever I can because just anything that's kind of getting away from that is really important. And then if you don't want to keep bees, which you definitely don't have to do to support, you can still really be supported by creating a pollinator habitat in your backyard or your front yard or your balcony or whatever. So because a big issue is that the bees don't have access to clean food supply, if you can just plant flowers and choosing organic, heirloom, um, pesticide-free flowers, you're putting out like a beautiful, healthy buffet for the bees. So it's a great thing to do. Oh, we should do that. We should do that, Mads. One little step. We should talk to Dad and make sure his garden doesn't have pesticides. Oh, 100%. Because he's got got an impressive garden. Our dad has become like a gardener over the past couple years. We should make sure he's not using pesticides. Yeah. You guys should also get him to, in the summer months, put out a bee bath. So bees get thirsty too. Especially when it's super hot. So what you do is you j- it's super easy. You just need a bowl and, you know, fill it with a little bit of water and then have some rocks and moss for the bees to perch on. And they'll use that. And then also you can make a pollinator hotel. So there's other, uh, there's obviously honeybees, but there are other bees. There's a, there's a bunch of different bees, a um, bunch of different bee species. A lot of them are solitary bees. And so they're, unlike honeybees that live in a hive, they're solitary. They live on their own. And so what you can do is just take a piece of wood and drill with different drill bits halfway into it don't go all the way through like leave the backing Um, and then just put it somewhere have it elevated have it facing the sun because they're cold-blooded so the sun will wake them up and that's basically putting like a solitary bee hotel in your backyard oh my god that's that's so cool you need to make like a line of these cute bee hotels accessories yeah, we've done little campaigns around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, so I have a question going back to beekeepers. Can you talk a little bit about what products you offer and kind of the scope of essentially what people can come to purchase from you? For sure. So I'll talk a little bit about what the company is as well because people are probably confused because I haven't really explained it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we're trying to do at Beekeepers Naturals is reinvent the medicine cabinet. So all the bad shit you're buying at CVS and Walgreens and wherever, all of the Neocitrin and NyQuil and Benadryl, we're trying to make natural versions of that that actually work and used bee-made ingredients as the base. So we work with bee-made ingredients and we also work with plant-based ingredients, you know, the type of ingredient like ashwagandha, that would be the sort of thing we would work with. Um, But we're trying to build products that you can actually swap out the bad shit and use these and they're they're effective not just like something that's going to make your skin glow but something that's going to help your allergies or cure your sore throat or prevent you from getting sick or help you sleep better so we're really trying to be sort of new age medicine um and unlike a lot of homeopathic or natural products where there's not a lot of science behind them and that does not mean they don't work just you know they're not necessarily tested in the same way we really work hard to maintain a certain testing standard so all of our products we we build in accordance with third-party studies. So we basically look at public published research and build our formula based on that. And then we also are NPN certified. So we get natural product numbers. It's a Canadian certification. Um, they don't have this in the U.S., which, of course, uh, hopefully one day. But in Canada and Europe, they do have regulations for natural products. And so we get NPN. So we have to legally validate all the health claims we make on the product. So our brain fuel, for example, it says focus memory concentration. We had to legally validate that in accordance with research. So our products are actually built around science. And yeah, we're trying to just reinvent the medicine cabinet and give people sustainable plant-based natural solutions for when they need to heal. Okay. And so give us kind of an overview of the product line and mm-hmm. what people can find. Cause I know there's some like topical things there's some ingestibles. Yeah. So I'll start with propolis, my favorite products that changed my health and it's something I use every day. So I'll tell you guys what propolis actually is. Cause a lot of people still, you know, a lot of people think it's a honey derivative. It's not. So honey is made from floral nectars and how it's used in the hive. It's the bees food It's their carbs. Propolis is made from plant and tree resins. And how it's used in the hive, it's used to line the entire hive to keep it germ-free. So it's literally the bee's immune system or the bee's medicine. So they even line the inside of the cell walls for newborn baby bees to create a sterile environment for newborns. And let's say a predator gets in the hive like a mouse, the bees can sting it and kill it, but they can't physically pick up a dead mouse and carry it out of the hive. And so just like us, if there was a decaying body in our living room, we would get very, very sick. What the bees will do in that situation is they mummify the dead mouse in propolis 
And it's that powerful of an antiviral, antibacterial, antimicrobial substance that it insulates and protects the entire hive from these germs. So you can think about that. It's like literally decay, like a decaying rodent that's all the germs are insulated. Very much the same for your body. If you have a virus yeah, or something sure. like that, propolis can help to combat the bacteria, soothe the inflammation, and really sort of operate on that level and also prevent illness. So I use propolis every day just to boost my immune system because, as I mentioned, I used to be sick all the time. Now I literally never get sick and I travel like a motherfucker. So um, propolis... It's an immune booster, and it's also really great for cold, flu, sore throat. It's also powerful as an anti-inflammatory agent. So any inflammatory condition, we have lots of people who use it topically for things like eczema and psoriasis. If you ever burn yourself, spray propolis on it. Like, I cannot tell you how... Burn, like, like if you, like, hit your hair straightener on your arm. Yes, propolis. Like, like I should... It's great for sunburns, but I should have curling iron or the wand scars yeah. all over my neck but I don't because I spray propolis on them when I do it oh my gosh. um great for sunburns I mix it with aloe and use it topically but I really just kind of keep it in my purse I spray it every day for general immune boosting and then at the first sign of a sore throat you know when like you get that tickle or you know you're getting sick yeah that's when you go hard with the propolis so that's when you like keep it in your purse keep it in your glove compartment spray all day like in that situation I would spray it probably 10 times um, and it can really help you to like stop getting sick before it starts. Mm. And so propolis is sort of the immune booster for me. It's my alternative to antibiotics. Um, a lot of people just sort of rely on it for cold and flu season. So that's, you know, your go-to immune booster. And then the next product I can talk about is Belixir. So the shots you guys took. So yeah, those are brain shots. So for focus, memory, concentration, and it has royal jelly, which is a product from the beehive. Um, a study came out of University of Warsaw, and it found that regular consumption of royal jelly actually increases your spatial reasoning. And then royal jelly increases acetylcholine levels, so it helps with brain-body connection. Um, and it contains these two fatty acids called 10-HTA and AMP-1 oxide, and they act as a catalyst for neurogenesis. So they literally help your brain to create new neurons. So I know that was a lot of sciencey words yeah, i feel like i just went to science <laughs> but, Sorry, I, but I was following all of it do you okay, feel like I you're talking to my husband yeah her husband is a what is he? a chemist chemist oh yeah he'll be into this stuff. yeah he'll be into this, uh, this uh, <laughs> talk so i have a question do you have any products that help with mental health issues or is this mostly physical health issues so I actually really struggle with anxiety and I didn't bring it for you guys today but I'll send you some we make this product called be chill and it's a raw honey with cbd Um, The thing is, our CBD, it's a really, we treat all of our sourcing as we do with our bee products. We take it very seriously. So where we don't work with a middleman or a CBD consultant, we're working directly with the farms. We're getting high quality pure CBD oil and then we're extracting it and making sure that it's fully bioavailable. So we put it in an MCT oil and sunflower lecithin emulsion and then infuse it into the honey. So it's, it's basically fast acting and you eat the honey you can just yep in tea. yep we have we i put it in my tea I, we have these honey sticks for on the go i usually have them in my purse because i'm a basket case um and when i'm really stressed i'll just like take a honey stick i usually take them with me when i'm flying even though you're not supposed to fly with cbd oh, okay. everywhere <laughs> I know, that's what i always hate about cbd i know yeah well some pl- yeah you have to be careful um but yeah so i use that a lot for anxiety so how the line's kind of broken down is we, right now, and, and we're still at a really early stage. We have many new products on the horizon, but Propolis is for your immune system. Belixir Brain Fuel is for focus, memory, concentration. Also really great for concussion healing. Uh, it was actually originally when I made that formula, it was for one of my, um, our, our now COO, my best friend at the time. He's still my best friend. Just now he also works with us. Um, he had a really serious concussion and he has a history of concussions because he played hockey and he was knocked unconscious and it was his worst concussion and his best recovery and um it was the formula that i put together so that the initial formula for that one is based on that so we have a lot of concussion uh clients who use that and then be powered honey so that's that's our that's our raw honey with medicinal grade dosages of all the hive superfoods so that's kind of an energy boosting honey but in that honey oh yeah but in that honey you've got royal jelly pollen and propolis so you've got royal jelly for the brain You've got pollen for energy boosting, for vitamins, minerals, endurance. Uh, and then you've got you've got propolis for immune boosting. And it's all in our signature raw honey base. Oh, So can I just take like a teaspoon of this in the morning? Literally all you need is a teaspoon. Okay, cool. Oh, I don't even know what to say. I know. I feel like all Anything of I say the is not going to sound oh. good. 
<laughs> no, but all of the benefits and advantages you have mentioned are things that I <laughs> am looking to achieve, especially the memory. I feel like my memory has just, I, I don't know what's my happening. My memory's excellent, but my brain focus can be a little yeah, foggy. Yeah, brain fog can be hard. The brain yeah. fog is the real issue for me. So most people say... The Bilix are brain filled. It's also nice because it's caffeine free. It's refined sugar free. All of our products are refined sugar free. The Bilix and the Propolis are actually keto friendly. There's zero grams of sugar. The Bee Powered Honey, obviously, it's honey, so not there's natural sugars. Right. Um, but all of our products are really built to kind of help your, support your body. And what customers say about the Bilix is that it's kind of like cutting through the fog. It's like a clean, clear focus without like a caffeine jolt. What a dream. I'm going to take this tomorrow before work. Dream product there. Right. I know, yeah, right? Need to get into that. Okay. This wow. saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> Scott is like enamored. I'm like blown away okay, by you. Carly, you are You are beyond. Can you come back on for part yeah, two? A scientific yeah. goddess <laughs> and gem. And you are truly doing God's work. And my God. And the bees. <laughs> She's saving the bees. I have no words. I'm speechless. Scott, you're going to wear your hat and save oh, the yeah. bees as well. Yes, I'm going to wear <laughs> my hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just to preface, Carly brought us some hats and our heads are like fucking huge. So this is a miracle that they fit. This is a miracle. I'm going to wear yeah. it to my workout every day. Amazing. I don't go every day, but uh, when I go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for, coming, for coming. coming Thank you guys for having me. This is so fun. Oh, my God. So much knowledge. So much so much to take in. So tell everyone where they can find beekeepers, naturals, you, everything. Yeah. So everything is available online, beekeepersnaturals.com. All of our products are there. We also have an awesome blog. If you want to learn more about the bees, about sustainability, about general health and wellness or the products, our blog literally covers it all. We have the most incredible content team. Um, we're on every social media. So beekeepers underscore naturals on Instagram, beekeepers naturals on Facebook, yeah, come check us out. We we always love hearing from you guys. Yay. Love it. Love it. And Thank you can you find sisters. us at OKSIS okay Podcast. See you next week. <laughs>